0: Welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb, and with me, Robbie. And this week we bring to our
1: discussions Ty West's X. I've I've been looking forward to uh, talking about this one. To be honest, man, I uh, I'm a big fan of this film. I've only seen it twice, but each time I watch it, I kind of love it more and more.
0: Yeah, I've only seen it uh, twice so far. Literally, in preparation for this episode. And then, I think we both watched it around the same time. I don't yeah. know when it was. Whenever it was released on Amazon Prime in the UK. Yeah. We both were like, yeah, let's give this a go.
1: Little Amazon Prime and
0: our minds. <laughs> <laughs> watched <laughs> it. Um, I haven't seen Pearl yet. No, I have no, seen Pearl. Have. So, uh, there's a... There's a little bit there, and I'm not going to go into Pearl, because Rob hasn't seen Pearl. Um, but it, it definitely um, gives you a different perspective on yeah. this film having seen Pearl. I imagine um, so. Which I think will be interesting to discuss when we do a Pearl episode, which I'm hoping will be soon. Hopefully. When Robbie gets his ass in gear and actually watches <laughs> the, but it's the But the weird thing is, with Pearl, he's obviously... Um, I saw it by ill-gotten means (laughs) and uh, Bobby uh, Bobby was being a a good boy and waiting for it to come into the cinema and then it came and went extremely fast because for some reason in the UK they decided to release it like what six to eight months after it had been released in America by which point any American listeners, you could have seen it, rented it, bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah. And literally, it probably ended up in the bargain bin by the time it, <laughs> it ended up. Which was a
1: really odd thing for
0: the UK. It is.
1: Um, and I have a problem with cinema times as well. Um, because for films that aren't big blockbusters, it will have the weekend that it's released. So I think Pearl released on uh, Friday the 17th of March. I think it did. Because yeah. I wanted to go see it. And um, it will have maybe a couple of showings over the weekend, and then it will be in cinema for maybe three more days. And the times it's on will be like 3pm, and then 10 past 10, or something like that on a weekday. And it's like, well, you either either have to take a half day from work, or I have to stay up until like one o'clock in the morning, (laughs) you know? So they seem to do like ridiculous times for films that aren't blockbusters.
0: I think, they, I think they do I also think though at the same time I think even this because in the UK like we both have Cineworld close to us and they did an unlimited screening and I'd be very interested to see what that looked like because I believe the film literally only lasted about a week in the cinema which yeah. again I, I think is purely linked if it had been released the same time it was in America I don't think this would be the case I think Pearl would have been quite successful over here but I think it made basically no money in the UK because they were way too late and this is my worry for Maxine, is that we're going to stay on this same backdated schedule. Luckily, I think with Maxine, which is coming, I was expecting it because obviously Pearl came quite fast after X. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that was a bit of a, a throw off. That might be why they delayed it. Luckily, Maxine hasn't even started production yet. So hopefully, we won't get it delayed purely because it's not going to release probably till next year sometime. I think. Yeah, that's, I don't.
1: I think they've just announced the cast for it, which looks stacked. They have Our yeah. boy, Mister
0: Bacon's in it. Mister Bacon, yeah, Bobby Cannavale, Elizabeth Debicki, Lily, Lily Collins. These are quite big actors yeah. compared to say Pearl and X, which are both fairly. You know, middle of the stream, maybe actors you're more used to seeing in TV, I'd say, for yeah. a lot of them, except for... Um, I mean, you've got... Except for the rapper. Who's the rapper? Uh, Kid Cudi. Co- yeah, Kid Cudi. Co- yeah. He's probably the biggest of the bunch out of that lot. I mean, even, like, you know, I mean, Mia Gough has obviously gone off now since X. Yeah. But wasn't... I wouldn't say she was anything big before X, I mean, apart from being a model. Same, same with General like Ortega. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, General Ortega wasn't even... That's what I mean, like, none of them were, like, that big, yeah. like... All of them had kind of come from more... Yes, some films. May, also, they were all pretty much featured on some kind of TV series, like... Um, I'm blanking on his name. The, the leader of the pack. Um, I can't
1: remember his name
0: either. We'll, we'll, we'll think of it in a second. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, but it's Martin Henderson's The Actor... Um, and anyway, he, he is on loads of, like, Virgin River, the huge Netflix <laughs> show, and Grey's Anatomy, and Britney Snow's been on loads of TV, and she was in Pitch Perfect. And, yeah, um, General Ortega, though, before this was mainly, again, like, Disney Channel kind of stuff, yeah. or, or, like, lower stuff. She hadn't done Scream, she hadn't done Wednesday, she hadn't been like, boom, bitch. Well, it, these
1: were the kind of, things that launched her to where she kind of is now. You yeah, know? three big f- projects in a year made her like boom you're fucking yeah. huge now <laughs> and i mean we're, obviously we're going to go into it but i just think i think x is just such a well-made uh, film i will get this uh, i will get this in right now because we've probably been a few minutes without doing it um but as always if you've listened to the show um or this is your first time listening make sure to hit the subscribe button and please leave a lovely review um, <laughs> i have to get that in before we start talking about it properly um, but how familiar are you with Ty West and his work before we kind of discuss the film? I I was
0: I'm not huge I'm not hugely over and I haven't actually gone back and watched. I did mean to go back and watch some of his other um, projects. Uh, was it? Am I thinking of the innkeepers?
1: Yep, Is that the, one of his. The innkeepers. I thought the there's the. I the think house I've of seen the, the
0: innkeepers. Inco- the house of the devil. That was the one I was thinking of. I haven't seen that one, and that's one that I meant to watch because I'd heard things about. House of the devil's awesome. Um, <laughs> The I mean, innkeepers, I, 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 have seen the innkeepers. I saw that that was released quite a long time ago. Um, that was that feels a long time ago. Was that like thousand nine or something like that? Like yeah, it was a long time ago. Two thousand
1: and eleven. Two thousand eleven. Okay. And they did the second cabin fever,
0: which I actually kind of enjoyed. I can't remember that one. No, I probably again I have probably seen that one. It doesn't quite register in my brain. Um, I remember not being too bothered about the innkeeper. I thought it was okay. I, I didn't. I didn't I, love it. I saw it a long time ago. But I can't remember. That, <laughs> you know? but, yeah. So, but then that—that's th- kind of the thing, though. He. Uh, one thing I know about Ty West is he's always made pretty much. either, again, like you said, a sequel, or he's made a lot more kind of indie or lower budgeted kind of horror films, and yeah, um, he's always been a little bit under the radar in that same way. Um, And in a lot of ways, for him himself being recognised purely as himself, this has been kind of a big one turn for him. Yeah. As a director, like, before that he was making ones and people were saying these are solid little horror flicks and stuff like that. But uh, there's a a point with certain directors when you go from a solid horror flick to one that actually gets wider general notification and then turns you into a slightly different level. And like we just said about Maxime with the cast, this proves the journey he's gone from X... To Maxine in this trilogy of films, of like he wouldn't if 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 he if he'd pre done this cast before he'd done all three films. He wouldn't be getting our boy Kevin Bacon and Bobby Cannavale and Elizabeth Debicki and some of these quite big actors to be in Maxine. There's no like if if it had been a pre kind of the trilogy had all been filmed like back to back or things like that, then I think we'd see a very different Maxine than we have now. Yeah, that we've got such a kind of what sounds like a stacked ass cast.
1: It does, and (laughs) this the thing I quite like about Ty West. I mean, I the first time I saw House of the Devil, I was terrified, Um, and I remember enjoying. The innkeepers but I haven't watched it I think since it came out so I don't really remember it but I think Ty West is he's such a great filmmaker that I, I like that he's starting to get a lot more recognition and yeah. that this is almost boosting him up you know like uh, Mia Goff in Pearl people were saying that her performance is absolutely incredible and the filmmaking yeah. in X is just it's so good he almost reminds me um, in the way in which he does a lot of these throwback films. And a lot of his films are either set in the 70s or other times. He reminds me of Rob Zombie. He wasn't such like a redneck, you know? Yeah. And he was a lot more talented. I don't yeah, mean that exactly a slight to said. Rob Zombie. But like X... <laughs> I well, it is. Yeah. Rob Zombie couldn't
0: pull off the... The sleight of hand, or the like, masterful elements, or all the performances he gets out of these actors.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I was, I was trying to explain to Anna what X was because she she was like, "Is it a film from? Like, is it a film from this year? Is it a new film?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a new film, but it's set and it's shot and it feels like a film from the seventies. Like, we could have done this film almost as like a video nasty." To me, there's <laughs> massive elements of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, but well, it also feels times. like Eaten Alive as well in that strange way. I mean, we've got yeah, the crop like,
0: like we talked about, before. but the feel yeah. of it as well. You know, is, I think I think that's definitely. I don't know about Eaten Alive as definitely one of the things, but it's got that weird tope. It feels like yeah, that tope like feeling. Um, it's got a little bit of that, a little bit less of the oddness of Eat Alive, but there are other ones from around there, Crocodile, Alligator. Yeah. Alligator was an 80s one and as well, 80s, which has 80, been yeah. mentioned as one of the main inspirations. And then obviously there's the... Then I, I, I've read, because <laughs> these are long before our time, <laughs> and probably not where we would go in the dirty depths to find them, but no. I, I even heard like the porn itself is like very reminiscent of the porn films that were... Debbie does Dallas, or whatever yeah. I read, and things Old like school, that. Like, yeah. I, I cannot say I have seen these films. <laughs> would um... you beat it like, <laughs> if you watched it out of respect? You know?
1: There's been a big change in porn, but would you, you you still got to beat it. I'm, to sure, I'm, I'm sure I'd enjoy the vintage. <laughs> You'd enjoy the vintage. I'd enjoy that vintage.
0: Like wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, coming soon. As going into our dark death. <laughs> you, we, you don't want that to be a live episode. <laughs> no, definitely live not. streaming. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, What's that noise that's coming from the, the episode? Yeah. <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, so X. X. Should we, should we get so, into the nitty gritty?
0: Yeah, I mean, just uh, obviously Ty West, two thousand and two. Uh, 2020, 2022 um and a little bit delayed i think from covid and stuff so far i think had some effects yeah. on certain parts of the production of this which made it a little bit more um making it kind of on the go and in the yeah. kind of open spaces which i think works for the better of the film um and it it was a it was a hit I mean, it was a budget of a million, and it made 15 million, which I know might not sound crazy amounts of money. Oh, I know money. that it's done way better on though. It's made a lot of money from home rental and yeah. video on demand, like it was one of those. Um, but it's that's you know that's still you make a film for a million pounds and you times it by 15 any film that's a, that's a, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is. Um, I'm just thinking about this. Is a film that's. It's. I was watching it because obviously I've seen Pearl. Yeah. So I can I look at it like. Um, and look back at it. And we'll go more into that when we get to the Pearl episode. Yeah. And we'll talk about how we can see the kind of. The transitions between them. But ha- having watched the film. Now, when I watched Pearl, I thought that this is. I thought, oh, Pearl is the better film. Okay. And then I came back and watched this again, and I was like, oh, actually, I'm not so sure that Pearl is the better film. Because they're, they're almost completely different. They're yeah. both slashes in different, completely different ways. One is much more of a drama. This one is much more of the kind of mix. This one's Closer to a horror horror film yeah. than Pearl is. Pearl is almost like a, dr- a drama, a dramatic, where they've added in a slight horror kind of. Yeah, I've heard vibe. it's a lot more dramatic. Um. So yeah, but I was back and forth because I thought uh, Pearl is is so good, like so good in that way. But I just forgot straight away just watching this film. Like the f- the first time I I remember being drawn in, and I was exactly as drawn in this time, even though I knew it was coming. I was completely just like, this is just it just. It gets going straight away, and it just keeps on com- coming in the best way. I'm interested by the characters. I'm interested by the plot in the story, and by the twists and the turns it takes. And again, some of the ones that I think I was maybe less interested the first time that we'll get to, I, I think on the second round I was like, on the second go round now that I'd seen Pearl, I was like, yeah, actually, I I could totally get this now. <laughs> yeah, I think there's
1: probably a, there will be a lot more fleshed out. So the first time I watched this, um. I I I knew about Pearl, but I didn't really. I didn't know exactly that it was a prequel. prequel I, yeah. I didn't kind of get how it was tied because I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't do anything. <clears throat> yeah. Um And then kind I kind of stayed stayed very well away from it. And then when I started watching it, and there are we'll get to the bits when there are, but there's these kind of vague. Dialogue stuff that she does, and there's pictures, and you kind of you're watching, you're thinking, okay, there's something going on here, and then when you find out that obviously Mia Goth is both Maxine and Pearl in the heavy prosthetics, yeah, you're kind of like, okay, and then you you find out that Pearl is linked to it, um, and it does, I think, watching it the second time and knowing that a lot of the stuff that she potentially that she's talking about. Is going to be expanded on in Pearl. It got me thinking a lot more about the like an overall theme that's in the film and also a potential way in which I think Maxine is going to go, if that makes sense. You know, you kind of watch yeah. it and you think it's just a, it's 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 about, um, you know, like mm-hmm. wanting to be young again and. You know, jealousy of being beautiful and wanting to have your time in the light, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when you you know when you know about Pearl, and then you watch it. There's some things that Pearl says to Maxine where I think, to me, this is foreshadowing that when we get to Maxine, Maxine's got to be the bad guy in this one, and she's got to be killing a bunch of younger people. That's just my idea.
0: As in it's yeah, it's ongoing. I know there's one thing between the um, the Pearl and the Maxine. It being in the film together that always was like a bit, I don't know why, because you always feel like you're looking for a twist, I think. And when I watched it the first time, I knew I was looking for like, I I knew about the Pearl, I knew that Mia Goff was part, because I'd read, I'd seen, before I saw X, I saw the stuff, I'd seen the stuff about Pearl. um, And therefore I knew it was Mia Goff. So then when I watched the film, I was like, wait a second, that's not Pearl, then. Who the fuck are you? Cause yeah, <laughs> you're you're Mia Goth, yeah. and then you're not, and then uh, and then I was like, okay, so so that kind of part was kind of left me questioning in the film. I was like, I'm so confused. You're not Pearl. Who the fuck <laughs> is Pearl um, in this film? But it also leads you into that kind of your head going in a twist lights. But why do you look exact? You know, why do you look exactly the same? And why do you look exactly the same as? what Pearl looks like on the poster for the film and that kind of left the question in my head is like why does Maxine and it's not that that's explained or anything like that it's it's just a coincidence that they are basically Maxine is the just looks like the spitting image of a younger self and to give I think to bring out that part in the older lady Pearl to give that of youth and that it reminds her of herself and it reminds her of the thing. There's even, I've even heard of people say perspective of the idea that even though we follow Maxine in the film, and we're going to have it in the, in the, in the next one that a lot of the film is almost from the lens of what Pearl will see her through. So therefore, okay. she sees her like a younger version of herself was a theory that that I was like, yeah, but then that doesn't make sense for Maxine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fear that it doesn't quite... I was like, that doesn't quite work because if if the older Pearl, we're seeing Maxine like that because we know that the Pearl's going to then see her through the lens of like her younger self. Yeah. Before. That's why she's seen Pearl in almost herself. It's like if the whole film was from the old lady's perspective, that might make sense maybe. And if we weren't getting a sequel, then that might make yeah. sense. But the fact that uh, we're pretty much following Maxine <laughs> in X, you yeah. know, is she is kind of the main character as close as we get in this group of characters. Then you know that doesn't really work. <laughs> I
1: just I yeah I think it's less some kind of weird like way in which they see each other. I think it's more about that that like that theme of having of being almost like in the prime of your life, being yeah. young, being beautiful, and you know being on top of the world, and then eventually having to make way for somebody new. Yeah. And in my my thought is that having Mia Goff play both roles is just to kind of it's just to show that you know I, I think it's yeah. supposed to be that. You know, because there's a part where Howard's like, you know, you're the most, you know, you're the most beautiful woman, and um, there's parts where Maxine's saying that she's gonna be a star. So I think it's less to be like um, s- some weird way of Pearl seeing herself in in her image, yeah. and more just in the fact that you know you can be beautiful and on top of the world one day but eventually it's you're all gonna world have world. to give away you yeah, know?
0: yeah, yeah. Like, and, it's cycle. and again that is completely reflected in within the the film of pearl as well to have that kind of comparison that you'll see between yeah. the two films um and and it's also into it because maxine i wouldn't say that out of all of the characters in this film i like most of the characters i would say maxine's the one that actually i i don't really like I don't really think she comes across as a nicest of characters. She never really has a moment to be like the good person so you can kind of you are kind of wondering about her character the whole time of where are you going that's why country? I think
1: But it, like, the like cycle, she could yeah. be yeah, the cycle, the cycle has to
0: repeat that's the idea that's to, my idea when everything goes shitty for her in the porn adult 80s of um, yeah. whatever it's going to be yeah no absolutely I you can you can see how the, how history can repeat itself in that yeah. in a different kind of way um, but yeah no I just mean in the film in general you've got such great um, you've got such great characters Oh, the characters um, are awesome and the so
1: You've I've,
0: got Mia Mia Goff is obviously Maxine slash yeah. girl. You've got Jenna Ortega as Lorraine. Uh you've got Britney Snow as Bobby Lynn.
1: Which I gotta say, um I gotta say this because the this the first time I remember seeing Britney Snow was in Prom Night, the remake, and I thought it was awful, I thought she was terrible, I thought like, yeah, you yeah. know, this is this is bad I saw her in Would You Rather but it had been so long between them that I didn't really click that it was her um, and then when I saw her in this I thought that she was incredible yeah she no. was everyone I I do think stats.
0: They, they are like yeah it is a stats cast I do think that for me, I think Britney Snow actually stands out pretty much probably as oh, my favourite yeah. performer in the film. And that's not just because she's put forward or because she's the one that shows the most tit or <laughs> Yeah. <out. laughs> but she is. She's so she's
1: such a funny charismatic character. kind of character yeah, she, she, draws she, has,
0: she has shown it in other like uh, this is more but it, it's uh, less your kind of uh, <laughs> yes. the more of the the, the the family or the pitch perfect films and stuff like that she was quite for people who enjoy those other kind of films that she's been in or TV series she's been in she is quite a standout charismatic performer but I absolutely understand what you mean when yeah. when you see her in her earlier stuff like Prom Night and some of her earlier TV and shows and stuff she was someone who was trying to be this kind of charismatic, but she, she just sadly didn't quite have the strength to pull it off and came across as just another dumb blonde kind yeah. of character which is the opposite of what we get here with a character that is yes slightly played up within the idea you look at her and think Barbie doll dumb blonde porn star no brain and yet, there's actually way more to her personality. She's got some proper, she's got some proper layers. She's got lines where she gets to be like the smart, witty. where she she under, she understands the world that she's in, kind of thing. She understands the game that she's doing. Yeah, within this, you know, like the scene when, um, when they're with um, that's who I was about to say Scott Mas Cuddy or Kid, Kid Cuddy, Cuddy um, as Jackson Hole um, when they're uh, at the gas tank. Yeah, um, God, I went with the American there. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and he's taught, and he's taught, and she says to angle it so it looks yeah. like his dick, and you know, instead of the you know the amateur, um, I, was, I was about to say Eric, and that's a completely different character for a different yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, but it looks <laughs> but just like look R.J. Um, Nichols. Spoiler for our next <laughs> film. Next week's episode. See if you can guess one, that is. Yeah, um, R.J. Um, is obviously filming it, and he's he's doing it in this because he's more of a he's like a student director he's trying to make it artsy and things like this which is great because they're trying to redefine it they're trying to make a porn that redefines porn kind of thing you know so it's going to be big and huge and a different style that's why they've kind of gone with him with his more like artistic sensibilities but he's doing it so like that, that he's that she stood there being like yeah but you're forgetting the sex yeah. This is about the sex. I want to see his. I want to see that look like his dick, basically. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she's
1: the one that points it out. So she's like, "Yes, yeah, see, I've got skills too." Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> I think all. Of, I mean, all of the cast are really interesting. Like, obviously, Mia Goff as as uh, Pearl and Maxine, as we said, we'll we'll see her kind of development through Maxine. But I do feel like I think she's like you said. She doesn't <laughs> come off quite a, so much as like a final girl she comes off I don't want to say unlikable but she comes off that you're looking at this and you're thinking like that's why I thought in Maxine I could totally see you being a killer yeah um, but the, the, like General Tigger's character is obviously like really shy really quiet she's the, the church the, mouse the, the church mouse and the, uh, like you have in this in the film there's a lot of like religious overtones and there's these speak you know this this TV shots of these pastor preaching to play throughout the entire and film. and throughout the film, and I think General mm-hmm. Teager's character starts off almost um, not like I don't want to say like repulsed, but she's kind of only there because RJ's there, and she does I think have a sour opinion on the you know the people being porn actors and the fact that she's there filming it, and then as the film goes on, she gets kind of interested in it and takes part and just to finish on that point the interesting thing about RJ I find is he's you know he's he's completely fine about you know porn and he's you know he's fine filming it and he's all about like you know, um, independent cinema and like sexual liberation and stuff like that. Yeah. But then, as soon as um, you know, as soon as Lorraine General Tejaska character's like, oh, I want to be in it. He's like, No, you can't be in it. Yeah, and yeah. it's that thing of like, it's fine for like everybody else, but no, not for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like the hypocrisy in his character. Like every, like all of these characters. Even I would say like Kid Cudi's characters is really cool. And there's the the vet stuff. But he's Vietnam. he's not yeah Vietnam vet. But I don't think he's quite as fleshed out as as the three kind of the three main women. Um, and yeah, RJ, no. to be honest,
0: yeah no RJ has that nice. Chair. I think I think um, a lot of um, Keith Cuddy's kind of uh, character because I forgot his uh, oh Jackson Hole yeah. <laughs> Jackson Hole uh, his his character I think his uh, quite often comes related to is it Harold. Harold, is that the, yeah. the old man? Harold. Um, Harold, yeah. He, a lot of his comes related to his kind of prejudice against yeah. the black guy that you can kind of see that he's got a. He kind of eyes him up straight away when they first meet each other, and, you know, even though it's mentioned about him being a war vet, he doesn't seem to. Uh, that doesn't seem to make his prejudice change on him at all, really. He, does yeah. it. he still seems to, and a lot of that I think is related that they have related that more into that timely like part of the story yeah, line. The kind of but sentences. it doesn't get pushed because they only get really like two scenes together so therefore the rest of the time he's just pretty much there to be the,
1: the, dude, gu- the guy doing the fuck and <laughs> yeah and there's that I love there's this mass, there's this shot where um, later on in the film where um howard is looking for uh you know <laughs> he's looking for pearl and we get kid coody jackson stood at the door and his dick is was like down to his knees <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> I, and the, this is the second time i watched it and it's the only time it's the first time i've noticed it so i had to rewind it and i found it so funny and it's just like this i don't think i saw this did you it's so funny um, is that shot <laughs> yes yeah, it's shot it's like down to his knee it's really funny because i rewound it and i was like anna look at this it's so funny and it's just like i think i think ty west has these weird elements in his film where everything is is so thought out there's a, there's some great foreshadowing that we'll touch on but there was also these like funny moments yeah, these, yeah. <laughs> that you almost have to look for you know yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, this, <laughs> um, no I, I I completely get and and go back to the the the, the characters, yeah, um, and how they've kind of developed. So I do think that what we said anyway to with Maxine, I I do think that there is partially. There is a hole left in her character. She is a mainly quite silent character most yeah. of the time, to be honest. She gets herself into certain situations with Pearl, which are mainly the only area it develops apart from the fact that we know she wants to be a star. Yeah. Um. You, I can't say that in this one she develops much further than really the fact we get... Okay, you want to be... Basically what she says the first shot we see her in with Wayne in the club and saying we're going... And that you know, don't give this yeah. chance. And you know, I want to be, be a
1: fucking star. I want to be
0: a fucking star. I can't do that. So. That's pretty much as, but that's pretty much as far as I think. In many ways, that her character, kind of the rest of it, is kind of shots of her. Some amazing shots of her, like yeah. like in bed or, or floating on a river, which is a fucking awesome one, uh-huh, or a sure. lake. Um, you know, which is an amazing shot. That one we'll come to that. But yeah. the, the she doesn't. But then it also kind of feels like a lot of. Mia Goffs is kind of left to the side because they know that it's going to be more developed in Pearl. He's going to develop that character more. Not yeah. just Maxine, but Pearl. But um, there is more that you kind of get that then relates to Maxine because of it. And then, obviously, she's going to get her own. So it kind of feels like the holes have been left in per- on Pearl. Yes, yeah, that's it. And which she's kind of a bit of a blank slate right now. Apart from we know one thing which kind of makes people... When someone is that kind of passionate and like things like that, it kind of makes you either way about them. You don't really, because all she talks about is being a star. Yeah, and that's there's why there's not really much else you find about her. Whereas at least I think why we prefer say Brittany is because she's much more of a, Britney Snow's character is much more of a. She's got a focus. She's got aim, but she also understands her her standing in this life. Yeah, she kind of recognizes what she is. She's taken a shot right now, but she doesn't seem to go beyond that. She doesn't seem so like desperate for it yeah. like Maxine uh, the same way that you know Jackson not whole uh, Kid Cuddies is just he's just there to do what he's doing yeah. you know and um, Wayne's just there to be a Wayne the main guy is this yeah. is there he's just there to make the money but he's a little bit more desperate you can tell to actually have a hit and be yeah. the winner and be the you know star and he even says to Brittany Snow's character at one point like do you want to be you know do you want to be the person who ends up basically working like this for the rest of your life or work it or do you want to actually be a star like this is how yeah. I'm going to do it so like basically shut the fuck up and get on with the job <laughs> yeah. um, he's a little bit more kind of trying to keep all of these people together Kind of, yeah he's like the, he's, the, he's um, very
1: much to me he's kind of you know He's, he's very much the ring leader, yeah. He's the ringmaster. Like the scene where, um, where Jen Ortega Lorraine is like, oh yeah, I want to do it. And then RJ tries to leave. He's like, you know, you you're, you bet you're gonna have to do it. It's better she does it now than she goes off and does it, you know, a hundred other times. And then when you know when he says like, you know, she's she's not like them. You know she's a nice girl, and he gets a bit pissed off, and he's like, you know, you'll find out that there are no nice girls. <laughs> and then later, when we see him with Lorraine, he's like, you know, no, it's fine. You know, he's he's probably just blown. You know, he's probably just out for a walk. Yeah. So he's kind of like manipulating <laughs> everything well, in, in his tight his ways. Tight yeah. His tight he's Just <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: no, no. I I really uh, and again uh, his character as well. I really liked Wayne's character because he he is almost he's just. He's just that classic kind of the Texan charisma he brings to it. Kind of, thing. Yeah. he's a character that basically you'd imagine like Matthew McConaughey could have played that. Yeah, character. Like he could have been. He him. absolutely could have been just there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just he just is that kind of Texas charm to get people to do things what he does, whether they're for good reasons or not fully good reasons. Yeah. But I do. He never really feels like he goes to like the sinister side of things. He just feels no, like he's just he he does feel like he generally like he knows the business he's in. He knows that it's a bit smutty and he knows what it is. Um, but he generally does seem to actually care about the rest of the gang and stuff. He's just getting on with what he's doing. He's trying to make not only himself. He does seem to care that actually I'm trying to make all of you. <laughs> This is going to change yeah. all of you. This isn't just my shot. This is all of our shot and this is it kind of thing. This is the best you're going to get kind of guys. Yeah. Um so I like that sincerity about the character. That's why I mean like he's he's seems like a generally quite nice the same way Britney Snow's character seems generally Jackson Hole is perfectly, you know, actually seems to be a sound guy. Yeah. Um no one's really him but RJ has that. Yeah. He has that moment which is you understand. You, well, that's it. It's, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's kind you of know. the.
1: It's the. I think it's the. Um, it's the strange thing that all of us kind of like, kind of have. It's like, oh yeah, like, like porn's acceptable. Yeah. Like, like loads of people watch porn. But then if you were like, oh, do you want to make porn? You probably be like, no, I never do that. You know? yeah. It kind of has that little, almost like hypocrisy inside of like all of us, you know? Which, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That that, 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 I mean, don't yeah, make that
0: like. Like, what do you mean? You've just done things... You, you do things way worse than what we just watched in that porn. Yeah, yeah, but that's for my age. Yeah, that's, from, that's me. That's my secret collection that yeah. everyone can see. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> um,
1: there's a lot of, I think, kind of talking about some of, like, the Ty West's shots that he did in it. Yeah. I think the, the, there's two ways in which I think that he, Ty West has done some incredible work in this i think there's the the actual way in which he's filmed it and when i say it feels like a 70s film there's lots of obviously there's some texas chainsaw inspired shots the the most obvious one i think is the van yes. when they're driving down the wide shot the wide shot where you're at the
0: front and when i was watching it last night i was actually kind of oh you can really tell it's a wide shot because it almost feels a little bit i think Mia Goff's character's on one side and Wayne's on the other then you can see into the back obviously in that yeah. kind of wide shot and I could almost see on my screen the way it was kind of it almost felt a little like it was bending when, yeah. way, because of the way he'd shot it in that wide shot yeah, which is obviously classic te- yeah, classic like said, taxis, classic Texas and taxis. then
1: Texas. another one that struck out to me which felt a, a bit a lot more of a subtle one is when they first get to the farm um, yeah. and he's knocking on the door and we see the shot kind of way in the house and then you know, Wayne at the door with the, the weird kind of uh, Americans seem to have them. They're like the you know they're like sheets before your door. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know what it is. I think
0: for. it's the summer. I, I assume it's to do with the humidity. And heat I assume that they so, live to in keep the, bugs out. Or something yeah, keep issue. the bugs out. But basically, you want to keep a constant breeze going through your house. Yeah. of <laughs> fucking sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's a that's an amazing shot. And it kind of pre- that one
0: was totally that one again. That was totally that was sun. That was like um, you know sunset. Yeah. Kind of perfect oranges with the kind of the the slight grittiness, rundownness of the house. Yeah, and if you look really carefully, you can even see Pearl in the window. Yeah, in the, in many of the shots, Pearl's actually in the background of so many. I shots love in this. That. It's so creepy. She's so like when people are walking through the forest, you can. St- I was like literally starting to look out like where's Wally like, where's yeah Wally? well where's, where's this all like but because you can literally <laughs> just see her there are some very obvious and they make them obvious and then there are some where it's just if you're just looking really carefully in the forest you can there's one that's obvious and then there's also if you look actually look several scenes before like you can already see her popping
1: around yeah, kind of thing and it's super
0: creepy and in the window which again but that's it also made me think of Texas Chainsaw because you get a shot where you vaguely see, um, Leatherface in the original one, yeah, and the first time we see her in that window, it's kind of obscured. Like you can kind of see that someone's there, yeah. But you can't really make out her, her features, and you get that a little bit with Leatherface in the original Texas Chainsaw. So, um, yeah, I mean this 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 group is so like, but I guess it it delves into that kind of, um, you know, the way that Texas Chainsaw delves into maybe the, the more grimy grotesque political kind of things yeah and this one does touch on that a little bit this one delves more you know uses pornography as a way to kind of yeah. delve into it's that kind of social climate stuff, yeah religion and you know religion and pornography is that kind of fighting battle between yeah. the two um but yeah the shots um but there's a lot of i forgot awesome. the beginning yeah. as well i really like the shots at the beginning which again um well, that that one's not obviously uh, Texas Chainsaw, on the original, although it reminds me of the remake of *Texas yeah, Chainsaw Massacre*. Um, obviously, seeing the footage of the dead bodies and going around the house before you actually see before the you ending. know what's going on. Um, but those show, I could, I forgot about that opening. And they, yeah, I completely I forgot about. I was "What's good?" I I just thought it got straight into basically them on the road in the van, kind of. Thing, yeah. not the Which whole. Which you feel you think in, it his, does. Uh, in his in his strip club or whatever yeah. it was. Um, um, but, but there's
1: the, on the the shots before we move. On, there's some also some almost like the ways in which it was filmed in the 70s, not just throwback shots to like Texas Chainsaw, but there's a lot of like static shots where it's not tracking and it's not moving. Yeah, know? yeah, it is just you know center frame, and, and then your action takes place on that, and then we cut to a different angle. There's one where Jenna ortega's uh, going into the basement to find a flashlight. And they all, you know, a lot of films from the 70s did this where they would place the camera almost at the bottom to the side of the steps and it yeah. would be dark and we'd see the character up at the top. And there's so many shots like that. that mm. And then there's also these other cutting-in shots, you know, where there's, I think there's one where um, an amazing, and terrifying scene where Maxine is like lying in the in the lake or whatever yeah, yeah. They, and that's the one that pops the that, 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 to shots. me
0: that's the best shot in the film oh
1: that's fucking I amazing.
0: think that shot is fucking amazing like you've got Mia Goff who's like floating in the water you keep coming back to this shot actually several like yeah. it, it's cutting between a different scene um, but she's obviously floating in the water um I think it might be why they're filming a sex scene at the same time. I think that's what we're Yeah, doing I think it is. Because we're getting the nudity of the sex scene crossed in with the nudity of her, but are very different. Like, that yeah. one's obviously, like, a very... Um, the, the sex scene is obviously very, like... At that time, RJ's trying to really... Um, he's trying to make them do it his way, so it's almost a kind of a force, not letting them do it naturally. And then you've got this oddly natural... Na- nudity, yeah. natural shot, and it's kind of that cross between the two. One's very lots of different angles that you're getting, like a yeah. like a well, like a port, I guess. Yeah. Basically, like he's trying to get them from this angle and that angle, and that's when that's when Jackson's like, "You do your fucking thing, fa- I'm doing my fucking." Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, when you get that kind of moment, and he's really trying to over and even a lot of tie West shots are like taking it from different angles very quickly, and then it's imposed with this one shot that's just staying either far away or it zooms closer yeah. but that's all it does It does apart from that, like you said, it's a, it's a static shot of just, that's all we're seeing and it seems to intervene between that two, like this is almost this is almost the overproduced and this is the natural beauty that you can yeah. see with nudity, where you don't actually really see Mia Gough nudes but you can tell she is yeah. naked in there um, and then yeah, then the awesome part of the shot, <laughs> which is the the, the alligator or crocodile i don't know what I'm, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know which one it's meant to be um, <laughs> it that
1: terror that terrified you yeah. both times
0: that well that was that was full, like that was just
1: you're just watching and going, holy shit like fuck <laughs> but it's like so you the the thing that reminds me very much of Eat and alive is we have these you have you know we have like an old rundown farm i know it's not a hotel we did eat and live so if you haven't listened to it go check out our eat and alive episode so you know what we're on about um but you know it's kind of like these they have access to these crocodiles or this alligator but it's not just that it's that the alligator is a surprising presence in the film a lot more than that shot yeah. so i think the alligator is teased before that shot there's an i don't know if you caught it i only caught it the second time there's an amazing uh there's an amazing foreshadowing shot when they leave the strip club which is britney snow's character coming out of uh coming out of the studio and the studio is um is a woman that looks like britney S- britney snow taking her bra off and there's a crocodile next to her <laughs> I biting see the, that song, but, that song, yeah, that biting the bra and it's <laughs> a, it's so good for what happens to britney snow uh, <laughs> that good. yeah i saw it and i was like i was laughing you know it's kind of this like visual storytelling
0: it, 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 it's it, it's a ter- like it's a terrifying and beautiful shot at the same yeah. time the way it moves and looks so seamless the way your your eyes are following both her but also the alligator and just watching it move yeah even and the fact that there's no urgency no. to her because she has no idea that it's yeah, behind her. It's terrible. So that's what's even more terrible is the fact that she, you could just be there and not realize what's about to happen to you. The fact that she's there and then obviously the shot changes to when she's actually getting yes. up onto the side and behind her shoulder. You, can, you, you can still just see still see it coming closer and closer, and she stops well, and she's just on the side, and you're yeah. like, "Fucking get out the
1: water. And you know the thing that I loved about that is every other. Film director, or like ninety nine percent of film directors, they would have shifted focus from, uh, from Maxine to the alligator. Yeah, and the fact that it's that it's just there, and it's it's out always of focus, the background character. It's background just always the background. Yeah, and there is other scenes where they're in the swamps later, where you can just see a crocodile in shot, and you are like, this. See- they seem to be like a, a presence. You know, and yeah. it's like. This is like, and like you said it's such an
0: unexpected part in the film, yeah, uh, because you literally are expecting I knew it was going to be a slasher, but that part of it was just like, okay we're adding in this angle into it, yeah, um, and you're just like interested in where when you see it the first time you you wonder whether that was just was it part of it. Or is it going to come back, or yeah. is it not? And well, obviously, when it does later on, you're kind of starting to think, "Oh shit! It's like, why are we here again?" Yeah. And again, for anyone with Pearl, it plays. This does play a part in Pearl as I well. I imagine. So yeah. the, you but, know, there's an element to that
1: with Pearl. so this, <laughs> but, there's, but there's, there's lots of that in this film. There's not only. There's not just like there's some foreshadowing. So I mentioned the um, the crocodile and Br- the Brittany Snow all which yeah. is amazing. If you notice it next time, that's cool. You'll it, it will make you well, smile. One, it'll be one like, literally what, in the first five minutes first of the First five minutes. Um, there's, a, there's a line where uh, Maxine says... Um, I'm going to go through some of the lines I wrote down because this is what I think is the foreshadowing. So there's a line where Maxine says, I want the whole world to know my name. Obviously, at the end of the film, she's the, the sole survivor of this massacre. So it's going to get out and everybody's going to know her. Uh, but then there's some stuff that uh, that Pearl says, you know, she says, and this is what leads in, I think, me, that Maxine is going to turn into the villain, is she says, you know, we're the same, you'll end up just like me, and this this stuff. And I think, and Ty West is such a deliberate filmmaker, there's not just the crocodiles, but there's an amazing point where um, Howard holds up uh, Wayne with the gun when he first gets there. And uh, Wayne says, Howard says, you know, with the shotgun, oh, it's just, you know, it's uh, it's not loaded. I don't keep anything in there. And then he yeah. puts it back. And then Wayne says, I do, I've i got, you know, I got I do the same with mine, um, oh, yeah. implying that, you know, he's got a gun. But he doesn't keep bullets in there. Obviously, as the film goes on, we've and, you know, Jenna Ortega eventually stumbles upon the, you know, the dead hippie or the dead naked man in the basement it's the which is
0: again because Howard mentions earlier about someone who had stayed previously a guy who he hadn't liked or something like that which it applies the same guy that is now
1: dead hang up in the basement (laughs) and that's the whole thing of like well these people have clearly killed people and you know inside of you you know that that gun is loaded yeah and then you kind of... You you see uh, Maxine get the gun later. And if you listened, you know it's not loaded. And yeah. it's like... It creates this thing where he, he sets up a lot of stuff. And the thing that I think kind of sets this film apart as well is... We don't get a kill until like an hour in. So it yeah. plays a lot. It play, you, we have a lot of like tension. We have a lot of these creepy shots where Pearl is in the background watching like the porn happen and she's yeah. watching Maxine like she a lot of her fixation is on Maxine um you know you, yeah you're apart from, you're mainly only given okay.
0: suspenseful scenes Yeah, seems why you're wondering like the alligator in the water, like Pearl hanging around, or Pearl coming. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Yeah, I think the whole thing. I, she I stopped at the wrong time there. Uh, well, I guess she does later. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she does. Yeah. Um, but um, no, but like Pearl um, coming and, and get like taking Maxine into the house. And that kind of you know where you've got the whole cross between the lemony lem, lemonade, Le- lemonade lemonade scene yeah. where it's the porn scene and then you've again got an, a creepy scene with her and Pearl in the house where Pearl's almost talking about them like there's some kind of lesbian relationship here yeah. like we've done something wrong here and something naughty here like like almost as if she's there's this odd attraction obviously seeing her seeing her younger self or seeing someone who looks so similar to herself there's an odd attraction to this is my youth this is my fame and yeah i'd like to have that like i'd
1: like to have you kind of thing well because after she sees after pearl and maxine meet she goes upstairs and starts doing her makeup you know and starts like and then asks how to fuck and he's like I can't, my heart can't my take us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yet yeah, again, another, you know, another yeah. little thing that comes
0: Set up play. later that plays out. I think you've even got, when they're doing the pawn in the barn, I think there's, what is it, that you either, you either see it or you see it get knocked off the... The nail. The nail oh. that, for Wayne later on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and all, all the holes that uh, she looks through in the barn that you see, yeah. you can see. And again, that's another one where you can see her pearl in the background because if you look at a certain points you can actually you, you see her obviously through a window part yeah she's looking in but if you look i'm certain you can spot eyes that are looking through really? those holes in certain Damn. shots I wouldn't be surprised. in the bar. Uh, i remembered the holes, so i was looking out for the holes I, I definitely saw what i was certain were eyes looking through the holes in one yeah. of the, when you look through the angle where i think you see maxine in the shot and you can see the holes behind her maybe but you have to look behind yeah. There are the the holes are there, and I am sure because the light is shining through. Because in when you see her at the angle, you see her like down at an angle where she's having sex and things yeah, like she, that. Yeah. And you can see the light shining through a lot of the barn. I think you can see the light, but the light blocks out for a second, yeah. and that's where you can see as if someone's looking through. I have to watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just watch it. Just watch yeah, it again. But
1: I and that's because that's it. Like each time I watch it. There's I more. Fight, there's more to it, and that's why I think it's and it is. Such a it's it's, it's film.
0: a it's well made and it, like in the terms of it's a it's a, it's a slasher, but yeah. it's not a natural. This is my you know, this is my line of where I like you know, a twenty four films can be very you know things like this. Yeah, um, this one has the right balance of telling a story, like which reminds me like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Halloween or classic kind of seventies horror. The ones that are deemed a little bit more higher bar. Yeah. And that's because they take the time in those films to lay out the characters. And were more about, if anything, about the characters than the killing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's what this does here. In that same vein of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, um, you know, the ones that were slash slasher films but less so Because if you think of like we've mentioned several times about those both of those examples for instance this is not the same as that in terms of the blood lo- bloodiness yeah. but it is the same in terms of the fact that majority of the film is all about the characters and the build up yeah. and the build up doesn't even necessarily go on for a huge amount of time but it, it has such a, like a satisfying conclusion because you've invested so much into these characters and this time and yeah. all of the, you know, all of the weird, creepy stuff. And then, obviously, there's the sexy stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm sure many people out there are enjoying a lot of those scenes as well. Just beating off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there's, there's that scene where, um, you know, where they're singing Landslide. Yeah. Pearl's taken off her makeup. And I think that, for me, that all just seems... Like it's coming back into this idea of like, I've, yeah, again, I haven't seen Pearl, so I've I've got a lot of theories about a trilogy based on one film, you know. <laughs> so it, I'm probably way off, but there's there's moments where Pearl is saying that, um, you know, uh, she's, you know, Howard went through the war. Um, and and she mentions about the power of beauty and she looks at pictures which are her and Howard getting married and they're kind of like you know, you can't it, clearly see. You can't clearly see it's but Maxine it's, looking at them. Yeah.
0: So that's that that was one interesting part for me that I was having watched Pearl and going, really looking at the pictures going now that I know that that is Pearl, obviously because obviously that's not to the end of the film that you know. Yeah. It, I was really looking at the pictures going, can you clearly see that that isn't? And they're just distorted enough. They're like sides of a face or turned back or or slightly distorted by like real bright sunlight and things yeah. like that. So you can't quite tell that it is Mia Goth again yeah. in the same way. Um, all the things that you've just said are anyone who's seen Pearl that's that's a lot of the film is purely about that
1: <laughs> yeah but it, it's good because there's you know there's a bit where she says like you know that she was uh, you know she was beautiful and she wanted to you know be a she wanted to be a star basically and life yeah. didn't turn out how she expected um, and then and Landslide the song it does have lyrics about you know getting older and life changing yeah and, yeah not kind of, you know, being in control anymore and growing up and all of that sort of stuff. And it just, it fits so well that I, for me, it just reinforces this idea that the, the film is is about beauty and change and, like, not yeah. being young forever. And when you, when you look at, you know, some of the, the religious overtones, which we haven't really touched on, um, they do talk a lot about young people being, like, perverted and, like, young people from christian homes and stuff like that um and when i said that i just imagined a person called christian (laughs) homes and i was like what um so uh, i don't know it's just this this idea of like seven during the seventies and 80s a lot of slasher movies had those rules like you know if you engage in behaviors that are deemed like degenerate then you die you know smoking drinking having sex and the idea of like Young people doing that—that's what the core cast are kind of doing in this film. You know, we see them smoking zoots, yeah, we see them all they, they break all of the yeah, rules, breaking everything. all of the rules. So I like that the film does kind of tongue-in-cheek play with those rules, but then there is a theme of that religiousness over it. What do you think of the religious kind of overtones? What was your take on them? Well, I, I, to
0: be fair, I was mainly like thinking about what you were saying about landslide and stuff like that and how you know this is the you know uh, the, the the changing of youth but also thinking about how landslide the, the the song as well um you know the idea of chasing that path things like that but a lot of it is also about you know how far you go on your journey and then yeah. you don't always go all the way with your journey you know climbed a mountain but i around, Turn around. Oh, yeah. you know what i mean like go into that and and for me that that was part of the whole the idea that in your youth you chase certain things and you have to get to the point when you are accepting of your limitations in life and that you have yeah. to become settled and you have to be like that's i've done what i needed to do but that's as far as i can go yeah um and i think that plays nicely into the characters here is, you can tell with Maxine that she's pretty much set on the idea that she can't stop until she gets everything. Which, she's young and it's yeah. like... Yeah, and that, that is yeah. the idea of the idea. Whereas Pearl, someone who chased it, settled when she wasn't purely happy with what she settled. is kind of, yeah. you know, kind of, again, and that's basically is the only idea you get in this film, in X, I think is yeah. the idea... Like no more to that kind of thing for now, but you know, you get the idea that basically she's not happy with the way her life turned out. Yeah. Um and that she once had the dream, but how far she went with it is left in X is left kind of open so you don't really know what, what she did or if she ever really tried to fully chase that dream or not. Yeah. Um I, and I just I just like like that they, they're all people on that journey they're all younger on that thing but you've got a little bit in Wayne where he's a little bit more desperate
1: I think in you know, yeah. a little bit of a way that he's, he shows a little bit more for he's Wade, further it's, along in that journey he the, says this has got to be the film that finally gets me out of the red you know? yeah. so we know that he's he's bankrupt it's kind of his this his, is his, his, last, his last hurrah
0: and again like all of these different layers of how life we get so many different like layers of life we've obviously got the young Porn star and Britney Snow, a slightly older one, yeah. who's a little bit more... he a little bit more... But she's a little bit more accepting of the fact that, yeah, it doesn't all work out like that. And Maybe she's... You're very idealistic, yeah. but that's nice. And then you've also got the really young, the church mouse in general, yeah. Ortega's, who's kind of just like judging it and doesn't really understand it or hasn't really seen it until it's actually in front of her and then, and then she kind of her eyes kind of opens to it and obviously we've already said about RJ on the opposite side where he acts like he is but it's almost as if have you ever really been in this situation you're saying it you're like the student who says yeah. you're you're the student who's watched a bunch of like foreign sexual exploitation film and say this is this is the new wave this is yeah. the way it's going but when, he's actually put, when it's actually put fully in front of him, not the sex part of it, but the idea of these are the choices you have to fucking make. Yeah. You know, these are the things that are going to come in your way, like Wayne says to him. He's too immature to take that. And it's the same way that in some ways we'd also say that um, Lorraine is too immature to maybe realise she's making the wrong choice because she's been influenced by these other people. Yeah. Not, not forcefully influenced or anything like that. But just by seeing it it piques a curiosity or a sexuality. Yeah. You know? So I, I do like the fact that like we said, the way the characters are fleshed out, but it's also nice to look at them as like all on this kind of slightly different journey within time and how yeah. they're how they're all trying to take their shot. You know, if anything, you know, um, Jackson is the most settled of all of them. He's pretty much like I've been through shit worse than any of this this don't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? This is. I've I've come. I've been somewhere fucking terrible, and I've survived it. So this is fucking great. Well, he said. I don't need suit. any fucking more than this. This is fucking good right
1: now. Well, well he's like, you know, I think uh, when Howard walks into the barn or walks into the hall, you know, the cabin, they're standing with the gun, and he's like, you know, I've I've had like two tours of uh, yeah. you know farmers shooting at me, and I don't fancy it again. <laughs> and then when they're looking for Pearl in the swamp. Yeah. He's like, you know, I've I crawled through rice paddies for three days looking for traps and like landmines. I think I can find like an old woman. And you yeah. get the idea that like like you said, he is settled. Yeah. But he's kind of he's accepting because he knows There's the, more to worse, the world than this. Yeah. That's and what I mean. Worse, and a lot
0: of them don't have the perspective, you know, and that and that's the thing about the difference between a Pearl and Howard are old enough to have had the perspective but are warped. Perspective, yeah. maybe a, a, a wrong perspective on the world, as in Howard seems to go along with Pearl. Is what you kind of get the yeah. idea that he's kind of her her handler almost because yeah, almost. the way he talks about her. Yeah, I mean um, later on in the from film, from what you get an X obviously, and that's kind of the idea you get. Like yeah, at the same like with when they're searching with Jackson. You get this idea that he's kind of always having to go out for and can't keep a handle on he her. and not he always hand. seems to get away. And, and the,
1: well, there's a, there's a point where he's you know he's saying to her too. I think he says to Jackson because um, he because Jackson he tries Howard tries to trick Jackson into getting gobbled up by the yeah. alligator. Yeah, uh, which I thought was going to happen, but you know it didn't. It clearly didn't work. Jackson's too badass. And then he says to him, you know, you've I've. You guys, it's I can't remember exactly what he says, but the, the the main line that stuck out to me was he's like, you know, you guys come here and you try and you're you know enticing my wife, and it's this thing of like, you know that this shit's happened before, and yeah. not necessarily then film. Not everybody's coming here to film porn, but young people are coming here maybe to stay, and Pearl seeing it is being like, I want to be young again, and you know why why should these people have what I don't have anymore. And is either killing them or yeah. he's like, I have to clean up. After well, it. he also implies
0: about the fact that he's he's young and virile, and yeah. you know, what I mean, that you're able to do stuff that I can't do, and he's talking about sex, yeah, you know, in that same way. Um, and it, between, yeah, the, there's definitely this kind of back and forth between with him and with Pearl. The idea that he basically just wants to give her everything, as if he's always yeah. trying to just make Pearl happy with. Whatever what she can have, got. well, what she's um, got, and basically, yeah, taming her like a lion, and, yeah. but being doing a terrible job, of that. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so we've actually we've been quite philosophical, <laughs> and we've touched on the themes and you know the cinematography. So should we get into the nitty gritty and start talking about the deaths? I think, yeah, I think, I think the the, death,
0: we've 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 done a good we've done the good, a good hour, build up of yeah. uh, of the information. We, we we've 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 done an X on you. We've given you about an hour of. Of the talking and the discussion without really giving you any hint of blood. <laughs> and now let's get killing. Um,
1: so R J is the first death Um Yeah. R J tries to storm out after, you know, Lorraine Lorraine gets piped by Jackson. He has to film it and then he's crying in the shower and he's like, you know what, fuck this, I'm bouncing and then as he goes he kind of, you know, tries to he ha- he sees Pearl out in yeah. the in the yard and he goes up to her to try and see if she's okay and she tries to fuck him well she goes on to him and he's like ew no (laughs) and then she stabs him in the neck yeah just to the rejection it's the rejection isn't it again you know again
0: she's constantly you can see she's chasing anything to be that sexual because there's this is obviously before she does the fuck with. um before with she Howard. fucks Howard. Yeah. Um. So she she's constantly chasing it as if at first she's chasing it after the younger Men instead. Yeah. And then realizes that that's not the way it's going to go. With, well, they don't with want RJ her. here. No, they don't exactly. Her. They don't want. And it goes. You've got the perfect hiding of the the classic old biddy, as in like yes, you don't suspect the old, old biddy. You don't.
1: <laughs> and it, it goes into um what Howard says later. You know. Coming here and enticing my wife, it's like you know that she's tr- she's done this to young men before, yeah. They've rejected her because she's an old biddy. Like, you don't want to fuck like a 90 year old, no kink shaming if you do. <laughs> but <laughs> RJ does it, and the ones who have died don't. Um, and <laughs> I get myself in hot water with the old lady fuckers, <laughs> um, the old lady fuckers, <laughs> the, the uh, guilf lovers. <laughs> um, but it is, it's like. Yeah. it's that rejection and it I, I mean and like she
0: seems thing. to take and and, and again a running theme of uh, with Pearl she, like she doesn't seem to respond well when people aren't listening to her looking at her or, or, or rejecting her yeah she's definitely got a lot of problems in that way <laughs> um, but um, this this scene I, I thought I remembered this okay uh, because I remembered it being somewhat bloody but I thought I re- I just remembered the I remembered her stabbing him in the neck okay um, is it in the neck? Yeah, yeah, stabs in the neck. But that was pretty much it. I just remembered it. I thought the first one was fairly tame, and I forgot how fucking that actually she fucking goes at him. Yeah, <laughs> I literally yeah, to she the does. point of taking his head off. She, she really slices goes into, into his neck so much that his head coughs, because he comes goes onto the ground. And as um, I said, yeah, I read about the the, the stunt performance. Yeah, how they did it. The the lying down and the. Uh, the fact they had the stunt performer had to lie in a classic Kevin Bacon kind of style. Yes, which is really cool. Of um, <laughs> When we say that, as in Friday the 13th with the arrow yeah. in the neck. As in the body was there, so the body could keep moving while a prosthetic header was at the top with a fake neck that could be slashed into yeah. to the point where it could be removed. So basically, the head and the body, which... In my head, because it's obviously the, when you see it in the film, it looks like they're lying on hard ground, gravelly yeah. kind of. In your head, you're thinking, you're thinking, how do they do an escape head under there? <laughs> like, uh, obviously, this has been designed as a set, so they've done a trap door that can the head, yeah. which sounds really fucking uncomfortable. It does. <laughs> it's it? Just about only about your head is somehow under that trap. And then you have got to have fake stuff on put on top of it. That just sounds fucking horrible. Like yeah, um, sounds so, <laughs> Kudos to the stunt performers, but um, yeah. So basically, the point where she decides and that gets him gets him on the ground and just continues to basically slide until it, it comes off completely.
1: And all of the effects this film are awesome.
0: Yeah, and it's it's very practical. Uh, yeah, it seems very. It doesn't feel hugely um, a lot of apart it from one or two part. You know, yeah. apart from one or two parts of deaths then most of it feels completely practical that's definitely as we know practical in its way it was a retractable knife yeah. and a fake neck to slice the fuck up which looked awesome um, so yeah that's uh, that's kind of that's the first one that kind of like, sets us off yeah. like holy shit like fucking yeah, hell what's yeah. going on yeah that's the um, entrance to the And act, within, you know? and then obviously within this we then get like Lorraine going out to look for RJ and yeah. Wayne going out to help yeah. Um and obviously the rain ends up in the house and goes down to the basement to find the um she gets, she gets invited lights. in by Howard, doesn't she? Into the house yeah, she, and he's then, like,
1: Oh I need to search for my wife. And she goes down there's, to the There's only one torch, go down into the basement and have a look for another. Which is just a fucking terrible Yeah, And then idea. she and then, you know, she finds that uh I think she finds that it's locked and then she turns on the lights and sees that there is a naked Lude. Yeah, which I think I
0: missed that scene the first time I, and saw me. I missed it the first time I, I didn't realise there was anything because at first um, and because of obviously Eric and Dad's head decapitated at first because I didn't see the shot I had to go back quickly and look at it because I missed, yeah. obviously missed it the first time because at first I was like wait was that uh, not, I said Eric, Eric yeah. <laughs> RJ RJ RJ, um, <laughs> RJ I was like, is that RJ's body hanging? Have they taken him off the road yeah. so you can't see him? And then it's, I was like, oh, wait, no, it's not because you've still got a headset. And, yeah, and that's it. The second. <laughs> and he was, still kind of looked a bit like RJ. A little. Bit. Like it's like a hippie, stuff. isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the first time I watched it, I must have
0: somehow missed it's it. It's a quick shot, though. It's a quick it shot. It is a kind of, if you're not, if you look away for a
1: moment, it yeah. is that kind of shot of like, holy shit, okay, someone's out But then it's the, it's yeah, again, it's the implication that, 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 that this has happened before. Yeah, they've killed people before. You know?
0: Also, to add in one shot that again I don't really remember. I didn't really remember, and it's pretty brutal. Is when she actually gets through the door. Oh no, I remember that. I I, I forgot the way like, or at least I knew. I knew like. I knew she was. Try- I remembered her trying to escape, but I didn't realize how brutal her hand gets. Fucking smashed in. Yeah. Like he proper like slams the fuck out of that hand. You see it get fucking twisted and bent
1: and. Yeah. Like you can see it's that, gross. like it's proper mangled. She Breaks the fingers. Yeah. I got a question for you about that. Well, I'll say that when we get to it, um, because after that is when we get Jackson's death, isn't it? Jackson goes it, to look for I thought Wayne died before Jackson but no Wayne died Wayne, Wayne died. dies because
0: he goes out with Lorraine Oh, we get the, goes looking shot. Into the barn. So we get the Absolutely look the shot. where we get him obviously looking in the barn. Um, and, and then we, we see we, him yeah, We have the, the shot again, oh. it's great because the shot stays still yeah. and just lets you slowly be like, and, and like any classic time anyone does this, in a home, whether it's Home Alone yeah. <laughs> or whether it's um, Final Destination 5, which has an amazing one with a nail where she's jumping around yeah. and you're like, fucking hell, come on, don't do this. Um, and it's so weird about the idea of like, it's not a kill. But it's it's, it's, it's the idea of something you could do at any time. Yeah, you could fucking yeah, you could. Um, you've done it. I've have done it before. I've had a I've had like a pin stuck in the back of my foot before. But yeah, because it was on the callus, I didn't. I, I knew something went in. It didn't actually hurt. I was just like shit. What fuck? Yeah. But the idea of that going right into the center yeah. of your foot, for instance, is one because that's. Where you can tell all of the pressure points are, and everywhere. yeah, and it's but just with yeah, we're yeah. just watching, oh, we were watching him walk towards, like for fuck's sake, and, tum, tum. and it,
1: it's teased, it's one of those shots where you're like, you're sure that he's going to stop before, or he's got to walk over it, yeah. In, but then he walks on it and it doesn't cut away. I mean, when so we're
0: it. Nice. I mean, when I'm fucking thinking about it, to be fair, I don't know who the fuck. One, <laughs> I fucking love the fact that he's out there in his tighty white Yeah, is, of course. Just <laughs> walking around looking like a physique that me and you could never achieve yeah. <laughs> <lifetime>. Because <laughs> you're like, God damn, that's like, that's an Adonis of a man, right? He It is an Adonis. <laughs> I don't know but,
1: if, if you have... did you ever see, um, american horror story 1985 yeah there's an absolute chad in that um <laughs> and i can't remember his name but he's one of the counselors he's got like a mustache and he always and he dresses like in this short shorts i think his name's Vic or something which is like the most his character name that yeah, get. yeah and it's that kind of like 70s like longish hair like yeah. adonis body just fucking walking around in tighty whities You know <laughs> But I'm I mean? just
0: I'm just at the same time going, You're you're this guy. So she says she's going out and look, and obviously Lorraine goes in basically like a just a, a long nighty kind of top anyway. Yeah. yeah. But he goes out and he's got nothing on his feet. <laughs> he's literally just in that and then he decides to walk around a farm in his face. I mean, in a partly way I feel like you deserve this man, <laughs> yeah, because you deserve <laughs> You walked on a farm for, like, yeah. it's not like a farm is a completely safe foot free. I mean you're no. gonna get I mean, just the the rocks alone getting yeah. in your foot like for the fuck it's gonna hurt. But the fact that he walks into a barn, which you can tell is like there's items and spades and there's pitchforks and stuff all around. Yeah. It's like you made a bad choice here, man. It's bad, man. <laughs> you don't. But yeah, that that is. But that part is probably worse than the actual death itself for Wade. Like I'm not oh. saying that's worse. His his death is horrible. But um, although. Oddly this is one where I remembered it actually being more in my face like I remembered like the holes weirdly, but I actually thought we saw it go more more in than we actually do. You thought it was more prolonged. Yeah, I thought I remembered seeing a more prolonged shot of it like in his head kind of thing, when actually it's pretty much just he looks through. He's drawn to the noises that are coming from outside, and he looks through the gaps to see what's go. He, the holes to look what's going on there, and pretty quickly he kind of sees. I think he sees Pearl. I think he does see, or he sees eyes or something on the other side. Yeah. Of there and he sees something. You see him slightly react, and then
1: it's just kind of a side shot where you do kind of see it slightly pierce, but that's about it. I think you see it stab in to his eyes, and then it maybe holds for half a second. It, it's quick. It's it, quick. It does go.
0: And then it's kind of done.
1: Yeah, like, I think it holds for me. I think it holds for just enough time. It just holds that you see it go in and kill him instantly. Yeah, you I know? was
0: thinking in my head, I I saw more as in it like linger more in yeah. the shot, or actually the the spikes going into his eyes and skull, like from yeah. the back or so that kind of thing. so I mean, because um, is it a pitchfork? Yeah, it's a pitchfork, yeah. which
1: is awesome. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love a pitchfork as a weapon. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, no. Uh but uh, that one's that one's cool uh, it's definitely I'd say that's definitely the one out of a lot of them though I think left the the smallest impact in my mind. The nail I forgot about that that part makes a bigger impact on the second viewing the first viewing I remembered his being very quick, like feeling like oh, his went by really fast, like, let's get they all to out of the way. I
1: felt that about Jackson to be honest um, yeah
0: jackson Jackson is another one, yeah Jackson's is um. I if, it is fast and it goes yeah. but you could almost miss Jackson's if you were like Oh if you, you just talking away.
1: where's he gone? But that's but the first time I didn't quite like it because I was like Oh, I dunno, I I expected more or something but this time once I kind of, you know, looked and I was like, Oh he's you know, he's trying to trick him. Yeah. And then he realises he can't so he just confronts him and he's like, you know, you guys always coming here, you young people showing your stuff off, trying to entice my wife I know just what to do. Bang and just kills him in the shoots him in the chest. It's kind of I kind of love that you don't really see Jackson react. It's just like no, it's just bang, bang and gone. Yeah, it's like, like he pretty much like gone. just
0: disappear like into the darkness kind of. Yeah, thing, it's just
1: gone, and then you don't see his
0: body. I so. think yeah, it, it, that one worked better for me. Definitely, I like again us I actually couldn't remember what Jackson's death was at all. I remembered, like I said, like I remembered what Wayne's yeah. was. I kind of remember it. Jackson's, I completely forgot what it was. Yeah. so. Like it worked better, but also I think more because of the back and forth between, uh, because I, as I said before, that I think that a lot of Jackson's his only other kind of part is this kind of um, race kind of yeah. part that's played between Howard and him, and the fact that they're both vets, but they both take it in different ways. The fact yeah. that Howard really dislikes him even more when he's like, "You're a vet." And you, you're you acting like you're better than me, kind of thing, because you've yeah. done this more recently and like yeah. once a vet, always a vet kind of thing. It's a bit Marine, yeah. So it kind of works better when it's like Howard's basically the one getting this revenge, because Howard doesn't really kill that like he's in when he kills, isn't he? He, yeah. He kills the rest. No, he kills um, General Ortega oh, as well. He, is that, but it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? It's a <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, he shotguns, but yeah, it's, it's a, shotguns, a sudden death. Yeah he doesn't go for anything that's prolonged or anything or like any like major debt like any psycho it's literally just he's got the gun
1: basically but and that's me. i think that is the difference between them it's that like pearl's pearl's um, pearl's murders almost feel like vindictive and almost feel like very well, like over, she's enjoying the, it. like I she's think. enjoying it yeah, and like yeah. it like it, the very Primal almost, like she, you know, she like she fucking decapitates RJ, yeah, she feeds Bobby Lynn to the crocodile, which we'll talk about next. She, um, and then she, you know, she stabs Wayne in the eyes. Where and if I'd rather be just shot with a shotgun, Howard's ones <laughs> are almost like, oh, I'm doing this kind of as like a clean up, yeah, you know, it's a bit of like a mercy yeah. almost. You
0: well, know? I mean, because to be fair, um with jackson that feels almost like a bit more revenge kind of that yeah. almost feels like he the one character he has a vendetta against was just jackson's yeah. half the time so the only reason he off him is purely because of that reason general Tegas is more in the middle of a kind of fight kind of thing and it seems yeah. like she's kind of gun gun fodder if you see what i mean because the fact that he's locked her in the basement and
1: he could have killed her at any point well this is it no yeah. he they need her for something there's a yeah, so There's a line, right? Um, where, we'll, I mean, we'll we we'll talk about General Teager's death whilst we're on it, But yeah. she, you know, General Teager uh, kind of hacks out and breaks out of the of the cellar, and she is running upstairs where she meets Maxine. She's saying, you know, stay away from me. Like you're responsible for this. You know, you people are evil. Like you brought her there. All of that. And then obviously she runs out and she gets shot first time i jumped so bad because i just wasn't expecting yeah because it's yet. just like that don't like she, uh, and then expecting
0: her to die almost because she was the most innocent yeah as well.
1: and then um there's uh it made anna really jump as well and then there's a really weird bit where so they um howard and pearl start dragging jenna ortega's body in Um, and they say something along the lines of oh, um, you know, well, she's, she, what was, I think uh, something like, I told her to to stay in the basement Um, well, we don't need, well, she's dead now we we can't use her, or we don't need her anymore but they say something along the lines of needing uh, Jen Ortega's character and that they put her and locked her in the basement deliberately. Yeah. They say something along those... Uh, that hints to that, or at least that's my interpretation. They say something like, you know... I'm Because
0: sure, obviously the other body's down there, so it's been kept for some reason, whereas the yeah. other ones just seem to disappear off. I didn't know... The only thing brought it my mind is for some kind of sexual thing, as in to get Howard going, or yeah. something <laughs> in my head... Um, I I didn't really think much more into the fact that he's just trapped her down there so that Pearl can have her later. Like I felt like it was more for Pearl because all I was thinking was the fact that we say this and he's annoyed about all the young people, but at the end of the day, he agreed to have them come to the farm. Yeah, because Wayne says he talked to Howard. Um, he didn't say it was someone else. He said he talked to Howard. Like he talked to a, like the man. So Maybe. it's Howard he talked to. So Howard's brought them there. But Howard also seems to be in a little bit of a stage of elderly or dementia, or like the He's he's very forgetful and forgets yeah. certain things going on. He doesn't always seem on the ball. So I was just a little bit more. I just kind of wondered more whether he's trapped her for Pearl kind of thing to let Pearl let out her maybe animalistic side. Like she's she's just more there to be killed, but just trapped.
1: Maybe you know. Um, but it, it it was just something that. She said to me, um, "You know uh, about you know why we need to keep her or something like that." Um, maybe that's kind of me just mishearing <laughs> and misunderstanding, <laughs> but it sounded like they needed her for a reason. That was the point I wanted to raise. Um, Bobby Lynn's death or Bobby Brittany death. Snow. Yeah, this is the one that I remembered the most, and I think it's my favorite death in the movie. It's just so well done. You know it's this payoff of all of these like you know all of the crocodiles and stuff like that and the yeah. way i think because you expect it to go a bit almost you expect it to go a bit differently it's very like you kind of expect it to be um because they're by the pier and you've seen you know like we said about them foreshadowing we've seen if you noticed you know her the blonde eating the crocodile on the mural but we've also seen the alligator lying there we've seen Maxine in this fairy water earlier and the crocodile coming towards her so the impression that I got is she obviously tries to help uh Pearl she's like oh have you dementia or something and I think Pearl's like fuck off I don't need a nurse or something like that Pearl like kind of gets really offended by Bobby Lynn and then yeah. Bobby Lynn's like, oh, fuck off, I'm not bother helping you anymore. And she pushes her in. Yeah. And then I expected more of a prolonged scene where we see the crocodile kind of coming. Bobby Lee sees the crocodile yeah, yeah. and she's trying to climb out and Pearl's not letting her. But, but instead, it's, straight away. it's yeah. almost like, I don't know, it's almost like seconds yeah. after she's fallen in. The crocodile just grabs her head and starts to death. This all. one's this one's
0: a... When you see Pearl. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's all I'll say. When you see Pearl, you'll understand
0: that scene. Okay. That scene, where, including the I Hate Blondes. You know oh, I right. Hate Blondes. It yeah. all, like, it's one... Of, that's one that's definitely... This is what I mean. With certain scenes, he's definitely held back and that's purely because it's revealed in either... He's obviously planned it to be either revealed in Maxine or Pearl. Yeah, of course he is like he, um, He's very and, deliberate. And a lot of the stuff here with with Pearl is... So much expanded upon in Pearly is, um, it's an interesting, but it's interesting, but it's it's fucking horrible, it's brutal because obviously I think I liked her character more than anyone else, yeah. Um, and therefore, because I felt like she was just such a natural, real character. That you just felt so fucking sorry for that because, yeah. I mean, that is a, a brutal death anyway. The idea yeah. of, the, like, the way you see a flash fr- around and there's already a shit ton of blood, but you're still hearing her making noise. Like, she's still alive, garbling, even though she's garbling. being, yeah. well, even though she's being literally torn apart. And you can't, and I think also it makes it worse because you basically, once she's in, you're, you're just seeing blood up. and fr- thrashing. You're not seeing, actually, really seeing any parts. You're not seeing any. You're not really seeing her
1: pop out or anything like that. You're just seeing blood and hearing scream. And that's what gives me the Eatin' Alive vibes. Is that, you know... It's <laughs> Eatin' Alive. Yeah, it's dark and all we see, you know, we see thrashing in the water and we see, like, the water turn red. And it's kind of... That's what the vibes that I get. Um, I liked Howard dying. I thought that was really funny. He died of a heart attack.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, like like you said, foreshadowed and clear from earlier on. The fact that yeah she has a um he has a heart attack is it, it, is so far, it's, yeah it's it's just so straightforward and quick but it, it makes sense like it has been told he said that he was certain that his heart would give out if they had sex and they had sex and and then he's had all this other shit going dude on dude pounded as well
1: fair <laughs> play to him for an old going boy he at was we going at it going under the bed yeah he was going, um, going at Maxine it under the bed yeah he was going at it like a dog at chips you know what <laughs> I mean he was proper he was giving it some welly fair play old boy. <laughs>
0: You Know, uh, yeah, no, no, no. His, the, his was nice and um, nice and real quick. Uh, to be fair, I was just, I was just thinking as you, you moved on uh, like with Howard, but I was just thinking with um, with Pretty Snow's character. I, I've had literally the more I see about fucking alligators and crocodiles and things like yeah. this, by the way, like from the scene earlier in the film to this scene, the more I'm literally there, like, holy. Holy shit, the idea is terrifying in my, in my head. I swear this is becoming one of my bigger fears, the idea of going anywhere that has alligators or crocodiles. Yes. Is the idea. Because when you hear about, like... And like, I, I've had, like... I, w- when I have nightmares, sometimes it's it's more about the sudden things that could just happen and you could lose it. And, yeah. And w- whether that's me or, like, with, with someone close to me or things like that, or, or now that I've got a daughter and things like yeah. that, like, the things that can just suddenly go... Um, like I used to have nightmares because I used to be like really scared of heights. So I used to be. It was always the idea of like being on the edge, like you know, like somewhere like the Grand Canyon or things like that. Like I'd yeah. gone somewhere similar to that when I was younger, and I'd gone like right close to the edge. And all, yeah. all I could remember thinking when I got right to the edge is like, literally, all it would take for me to have a slight slip and I'm fine. I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, and 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 I used to have like. My nightmares used to be more like that. They'd be super fucking quick, like the idea of just suddenly being there and just slipping and just falling and just that's it. And then I've had, I've even I've had ones about the croc, the idea of something like, or someone you love being close by. And the, the stories you hear about alligators in like Florida, where they just come out of like when people are playing golf, yeah, or walking along with their dog, and they just suddenly just jumped out of them and just dragged them. them in, and that's it. Like, there was nothing you could. I've fucking seen do. shit
1: on TikTok of people's dogs getting. Like, <laughs> almost gobbled up or gobbled up by alligators, yeah. You know?
0: But it's happened to people like they're talking oh, about yeah, like, yeah. people that have been dragged off golf courses where they didn't realize the fucking gator and just all right, mate, yeah, <laughs> just gobbled <laughs> them up. And like to me, I don't, but the, the, the idea of that sudden, like unexpected, like the idea of being in a situation where you know that there are dangerous things around, yeah. But obviously, at this point, in the, even in this, harkens into the film because she doesn't even realize this shit is really going on. Yeah. <laughs> she has no idea like she's really in danger and she walks up to the old lady and thinks there's no danger here. Old fiddies. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's that same thing in the reality of it. The idea of a, a gator or a shark attack or something like that. But a gator's more scary than say a shark attack because yeah. if, if I go into the water and I know that it's a shark heavy area then I know... That there's the expectation, not saying that would be any fucking less scary, yeah. <laughs> but I know there's the expectation that I put myself in some kind of danger. Yeah. When you're fucking playing on a golf course <laughs> or you're just walking along somewhere thinking I'm on a lovely holiday and suddenly you're just Gobbled suddenly out. grabbed, dragged, and you're like, there's, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? That sounds like the worst thing ever. The fact yeah. that you're about to die and you had no idea that you were in any form of danger at any point and that's what she has there when she's pushed into the fucking water like she's had a fight with her but she doesn't expect anything and when even to the second she goes in about to go into that water she's still probably not expecting anything except water until shit (laughs) like yeah and it's it's Brutal. It is such it's a so brutal, brutal, brutal death and it's so like that. And you, you know and yeah, Howard gets off easy in comparison to yeah. this shit. Howard like he just he just <laughs> dies of old age. <laughs> basically. He just <laughs> dies of a simple heart. Die. It's yeah. like you've got a fucking easy
1: man. Like no, it's got... it is funny, I think. And that's that that's what I mean about like even it, even
0: Pearl gets off easy. To be fair, really, in the grand scheme of
1: things. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> I mean,
0: it's brutal, but I just mean it. it's quick.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's, let's kind of wrap it up before, we, and then we'll go to the social media lounge. Yeah. Because we because we had a lot on X, you know, mostly mostly positive. Um, and I will I'll read a few out when we get there. But, um, so Howard obviously has his heart attack and dies, and then Maxine gets the shooter. And she's like, you know, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start blasting, you know, yeah. like, like our boy Frank Reynolds. And then she realizes that it's empty. You know, we we know that, but she yeah. doesn't. Um, and then Pearl tries to shoot her, and this is what <laughs> this I love. Is such a funny, fucking It's show. funny, and it's also that I love it because, like, it would kind of happen. Like the yeah. shotgun has such such buck and power. It just blasts her out blast pearl out and she breaks her hip and then she's so defenseless yeah and maxine and then but she it also
0: says, makes you like because obviously howard had howard again is the only one we see with a gun yeah he's the only one we see firing it uh so and it, it feels like almost like that's his like he's the one that has the gun you know he's yeah. the one that knows how to use it he's the one that does the guns and stuff like that. um and he knows the power of it and yeah. it, I think this scene even proves that Pearl doesn't even understand but it, it's a nice harken to the fact that you kind of realise that like Pearl almost doesn't seem to have a realistic expectation of how things happen no. it seems as if she has been kept in this little bubble because yeah. she, she doesn't even realise what she's putting herself into when she grabs that <laughs> fucking gun yeah and then there's the hilarity of the fact that she just fucking flies out of the room. Window. It's
1: fucking so funny,
0: well, especially uh, when it's it's the killer. Yeah, like, it's kind of funny to see them get fucked in that kind of way. It is,
1: but no. And this is the thing that now I know. Watching it the second time, and I don't know if it changes. We'll we'll talk about Pearl's death because she says to she says to Maxine. I think that's when she says, you know, uh, you're the same as me. You know, one day you're gonna end up like me, which I think is is prophecy for is for, you know for Maxine. She obviously yeah. she's nowhere gonna be near as as old as Pearl but I'm thinking we know that Maxine loves fucking cocaine. She loves yeah, the how, Columbia how, well, I think it'll be harking to how the, how, how the drugs have ruined her, how age has ruined her, and how and she will be oh yeah, haggard. I can know? absolutely see like following
0: on from this and the idea she wants to be an actress and the idea that nothing will play out the way she wants it to you can see how she's going to turn into that and like you said the 80s drug fueled like the sex but at a different level or snuff films or all that kind of shit that could come into play of how this American dream the Hollywood dream could completely fall apart for her and turn into proper dingy porn, or like what she had now was kind of a nice kind of. Like, they tried
1: to be artistic. Yeah, this
0: you know. was this was like nice run of the mill. I, and I, I could see her going into the darker depths of Hollywood yeah. and how. And I can't imagine that they're not going to go into how Hollywood is going to be. Uh, what you're going to do for to get this part? And yeah, all that kind of it's shit. Go- and it's going to basically destroy Baker. that. It's going to destroy yeah. that 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 dream. This first one X seems to be very much. About almost the expectation of youth, yeah, you know, or or reflecting on the youth, like you said, um, and 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 again, like Pearl kind of plays into that kind of era because you've got younger Pearl kind of thing. But I could see how how Maxine is gonna really go into yeah. that how how like I'd say almost uh, like Pearl is almost the innocent version of what I imagine Maxine will be. R- Maxine, yeah, I think, will be the full on like brutal like. Yeah, you think your dream was destroyed. This is fucking dream yeah. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, no, I because
1: they they there is a line where they mention about the American dream and the pursuit of happiness. You know, yeah. the pursuit is not it's not the American dream isn't happiness. It's about the pursuit. You know. Yeah. And it makes you think like, what's Maxine going to have done it, to hold on to it? Well, and it's also because it's interesting,
0: obviously, because her f- we we find out her father is the evangelist is the, per- yeah. the preacher creature with her the entire film and and i mean there's, there's a there's a hint of that earlier in the film because he says the he says the line earlier in the film, i am not
1: like, accept a life that i do not deserve yeah so yeah.
0: you're kind of like oh is this is it because she's religious or things but obviously we find out that he's looking for his his daughter or wants his daughter to come back so again we get a little extra layer of maxine at the ends there of how she's a background and how that might have developed her kind of Idea of a background, but it's a weird, nice, like odd balance between her taking this and twisting it into that. You know, taking so it's like a religious context, a yeah. kind of um, more about leading the correct life and leading yeah. a God's life, and you know what I mean, and, and following the Ten Commandments kind of life. Yeah, and she's twisted that into the life I deserve is is a fame, life of fame money, and of money you know, and being and a kind store. of you know. You know, false idols and things like that, like the like kind of not the idea they've had at all. Um, so yeah, so that that again will also be interesting to see how that plays out later on yeah. when we get to that. Um, yeah. But anyway, she gets away into the van. and She she just squashes Pearl's head. Yeah, which is funny. <laughs> well, she yeah. goes reverses onto Pearl's head, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she reverses. She, she runs over head. and then reverses over her head. Or is she, already she on the ground just reverses over her She just drives past and then reverses back onto her head because yeah. she's already on the ground from a broken hip. Isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just splats that, and then obviously we return, and like we we find out that reveal obviously at the end about the evangelist, and yeah. we find out about the crime scene, and they get to see all of the parts, um, you know, and uh, they 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 say that they, they say about it basically have that thing with, with the police officer brings over the camera and about yeah. And it's a,
1: the most so, fucked up horror film. Yeah, what
0: kind of fuck? Like, I bet it's one of those fucked up horror films. Or something like a yeah. like, nice little kind of threat uh, that it's not even thinking about it being porn; it's thinking about it being a smutty video, yeah. nasty kind yeah. of yeah. horror film. That oh, I bet they're out here making some sick snuff film, basically, or some shit. Like, like that yeah, um, like the beginning of that idea. Um, yeah, well, in,
1: lots of interesting stuff there. We we'll go Let's to the go go social to media, media lounge again. before yeah. I uh, before I ask you a question. Um, before I pose to you. Um, a, a dilemma or ask you to ponder something um, so obviously we go over to the social media lounge we put up the films that we're talking about um, if you haven't come and follow us on tiktok instagram and twitter at cmth podcast um, so uh, x did pop so there was a lot um, and i won't be able to read all of them out um, so meet or leaker uh, said this hit me like a shovel to the face. This and Pearl were Oscar material. Um Haley said, I loved this. I was hooked from the start. The whole cast was amazing. Um I did you know, I, I, I agreed. And then she did mention that um uh Britney Snow was in your favourite film, John Tucker Must Die. Oh uh, yeah, that
0: is my favourite That is your favourite <laughs> film.
1: Um The Let's Talk Horror Channel uh, said Ty West proves again to the world that we should get excited for everything he does. A masterful return to the genre, building tension the only way he knows how and then delivering an incredible finale. But for all the love I have uh, for this movie, it may be my least favourite of his. Um, Stew World Order. I thought this was fun, though I really think Ty West makes choices without really caring if they are thematic or just does it. But it's an enjoyable movie from the go. Um, Night of the Living podcast said, I hate A24 with a passion, but I genuinely enjoyed this one. Pearl, however, can get in the bin, mate. It's terribly boring. That sort of it's all discussion. And then our friend uh, Neil over at We Needed Roads podcast did the obvious and said, It was excellent. But I'm Tish. Interesting about it. Mainly, mainly positive. Yeah. Uh, what I would expect.
0: I think this was a mainly well received very well-received and critically well-received film. Um, and, I don't, yeah, as I said, there's not much to hate about. I, I'm not saying that in many ways this film completely revolutionary. It takes a lot of things from other films and remixes it into an interesting mix, and I think the pornography angle adds something a little that feels a bit different yeah. and more of the era to it. Um, but I definitely think there's a lot... Um, like they've mentioned and there's a lot in this film that I just I, I think it just does it so well I, I, I don't know so much about mixing up thematic ideas I feel like I, I feel pretty really straight yeah. they feel like they're not straightforward but they they play well into the social political time yeah Um and it seems like they know where they're going with it and any threads I think are left open I feel like if you've watched Pearl some Probably of that builds yeah. up and I think answers it and I feel like Maxine again will build even more onto that I feel like they have a good idea yeah of where that is um I mean for those who haven't you know you haven't seen Pearl so you know well much about that but Pearl is I think you should go into Pearl with expectations that it's not the same film I think that's the thing yeah like, it's of a different era it's almost more Wizard of Oz <laughs> yeah. than it is of this it's a completely different style of film and it, in the same of this I'd say it doubles down on the dramatic over the horror yeah so you know that's just my that's more to me to you saying don't go in expecting X2 because yeah, no, it's not yeah. X2 it's not, it is a completely different film and it does double down on Mia Goth as well character it's all about Mia Goth you yeah. know what I mean she is the focal point um and she's very good Although I will say, there's only one thing that annoys me between the film, the two, uh, and I forgot. With this one is, yeah, um, accents is the fact that the accent doesn't, the accent of Maxine doesn't seem really that different than the accent of Pearl, <laughs> and that that would annoy yeah. me when they're trying to do two different characters, but they kind of sound about the same. That one made, that one did a little bit make me question as Guff's range of vo- vocal acting, not yeah. not physical acting, but vocal acting of like you just now to do that one seven accent do you yeah maybe
1: <laughs> you can decide when we come back and return with Pearl. <laughs> i mean for me i'll say my thoughts i'll ask my question and then we'll end um because we've spoke a lot but i genuinely think this was one of my favorite films of 2022 um the only films that i think i preferred <laughs> were maybe barbarian um and while I found Barbarian scarier, I don't know if on a second watch, if I think I would enjoy it maybe as much as I enjoyed X. I enjoyed X more watching it and knowing yeah. what comes. Um, I think Ty West... The, like I said, I love the foreshadowing. I love that everything has a place to play. Um, and I feel like, um, you know, the... Uh, I feel like the stuff that's left open will be answered in Pearl or, you know, even maybe Maxine will find out more stuff and it will answer certain questions. Uh, The other other film was Mad God because I felt that it had amazing visuals and similar to this film, which I think had a, a great underlying theme and message and you know the, like the stuff about beauty and time and, and change being inevitable and your time eventually going and having to accept it and what you'll settle for what you won't settle for mad god had a lot of that in it as well mm-hmm. but I've, i genuinely loved this film and it's it's great that we covered it because it's been a film that not only that i love from recent years but i think there's so much to talk about and we've both wrapped up but i'll ask you one question I, can I oh, say one more thing yeah one you more ask thing this question.
0: uh that ju- just came to my head and, and this was because earlier on i had stated whether i was unsure between pearl and x yeah and i think i would say that on reflection and i might reflect and change this again when i watch pearl again but um in my head I, and this is just a state without any spoilers at all just to say i think x Works really well. The thing that I actually appreciate really well about X is, if didn't know anything about Pearl or Maxine, this works really well as a standalone film. Yeah, okay. It it doesn't need. We know about the other stuff, but if I look at it as an overall, yeah, I would have been quite happy if that was it. You know, that was the whole film. Yeah. Whereas I, on reflection, I feel for you in thinking about Pearl, and I might be wrong. I feel like Pearl does not feel like a standalone it needs yeah. this film to support it kind of thing. So that's probably why in my head I'm just just throw that like in there for anyone wondering. I do think that this might be better. I think this is better a better film than Pearl. Okay. But I'm not I enjoy both. <laughs> yeah? Right, ask me your
1: question. So what my, is this question? Ask you no questions, I'll tell you no lies. So my question is When I watched this back, I haven't watched Pearl. I saw Pearl, yeah, she's a murderous old bit, but I also felt she was a more sympathetic character. So you can get, go into as much detail as you want or keep it as vague as you want. But watching Pearl and seeing X, do you think that she was a sympathetic character? How do you feel about the character of Pearl and kind of the conclusion of her story almost? Um, Pearl, I, I
0: absolutely, I mean the character in this film when when you first see it um obviously you don't know really it's pearl or anything like you don't yeah. not really refer to her like that in the film until very i think do they refer to her as pearl they do they do How refer they to, to her as pearl Oh, yeah, Howard refers to her as well. Um, but again, I, I wasn't thinking of that. So to be honest, when I first watched that, I, I remember just looking at her going, you don't really look like completely like an old lady, even though the prosthetics are very good. You don't completely look <laughs> like an odd-looking old lady. Um, but um, I remember about the character herself, I think when you see it without any of the other context, she just comes across as this kind of... Odd sexualized kind of woman to make you feel uncomfortable because yeah. she's doing things that you don't expect from someone older and that's on the that's from the sex that's from the murder that's from just the way she generally acts. You know there's something uneasy and unsettling about her um but then I don't think having with just x that you really get much more of a feeling, and I think this is why I feel like you kind of are maybe left a little bit blank and I I could almost see if someone only saw X and knew nothing or thought nothing else of it that they might kind of put it down as a bit of a, yeah, kind of interesting and it had some interesting unsettling scenes but she's not exactly a great killer because you don't actually learn very much about her. You only get a few kind of scenes, that one with her and Maxine at the table. So... In that respect as just X, I think she'd be underwhelming and you wouldn't really feel sympathy yeah. for her because you just she just seems like a psycho biddy who who's who's horny as fuck and wants to <laughs> fucking and wants to fucking kill everyone. Yeah. And that's basically that's basically as much as you kind of get. You feel like there's more to it, but you're left with a lot of questions. But if you see Pearl, you feel sympathetic because you feel for the character in many ways. But um I'd say the journey you go on is I'm not giving away any... I don't want to give you anything. I want you to go and clean. I want to go <laughs> so I just, I just... I just say... I feel like you do go on a very strong journey because it is very much Mia Goth's Pearls film. So you pretty much only follow her and for some people they'd find that slow. Um, but it is mainly just following her character in this very kind of... What feel like... Because it is meant to be. He goes for a very... That's why I call it Wizard of Oz because it almost feels a bit like quaint and clean. Yeah. And, you know... There's no real major problems here. You're kind of just a little bit bored or alone or like lonely and things like that. But there are parts in the story that make it feel um, you feel more sympathetic for Pearl. But I can't say as the whole picture of Pearl that I feel completely sympathetic because you feel like it's more you've just got a very warped my like warped yeah. warped view of the world and you have to get along with. I think to feel sympathy for it, you have to. You have to get along with that kind of view of the world that she's got in her mind. And it Pearl does really help you with that. So I can't say I don't know if I feel sympathy for her by the end though, because I just think this Pearl we see now, there's almost a gap between the Pearl we see in Pearl. It doesn't fully fill in all of the gaps. Yeah. So there is still almost a never could be made of like the middling years between elderly and and young Pearl. Yeah, there's almost another film that could have fi- that could fill in the gaps because she's much more kind of like she's deranged in Pearl, and here she's I guess maybe been bottled up and kind of letting it all yeah, out. The Pearl it, verse. But there's there's still lots of questions about why people down there and did they bring him here and um, so yeah I, I don't really know if I, I I don't I I do I felt for her in Pearl. I didn't feel for her in X. It's that odd between... Yes. Maybe it's, it's feeling more for the youth and not the old, which is a weird way which to, weird it. Way to but do it. Which is a weird way to do it. But I guess it might be just the way that sometimes on screen, if you don't have anything to really draw to, um, you just get a lot of interesting, kind of creepy, kind of sexualized scenes with her in, in X. Yeah. Whereas in Pearl, you do get enough that you feel for her character and you're kind of wanting to know what's going to happen next with her character because you already know where she goes in the end. Yeah. So you're kind of just like how how did you get there? How did you become this kind of thing? Um, which isn't is not is not hidden. <laughs> no, well I get I get it, man.
1: Um, anyway, yeah. So well, I guess there's not much you. have you, yeah, no.
0: Pearl, you, you you will. I think uh, I think I'll ask you that question yeah, next time when we come onto Pearl. Yeah. Which, um, hopefully, that's not going to be too long. As hopefully soon as not. you can see yeah. it, <laughs> as soon we like will get see on it, we'll so it. it. So,
1: hopefully, next month, maybe, we'll, we'll yeah. try to push for a Pulp episode. Um, but, I mean, this has been... It's been a, a bit of a longer episode than usual, which is a good thing, I think, you know, because this... I think it's when we're... When we, you can tell when we're a bit more passionate
0: about certain films or... We've got a lot of ideas, or there's yeah, a lot maybe. of things that people are thrown out there about
1: a certain film, or yeah,
0: or maybe it's just just the theories around this yeah. film because there's so many you can have.
1: <laughs> or maybe even the themes and the you know the little layups and the things that he's done. There's yeah. there's a saying on TikTok which I think applies to this, and it it is if you'll um, if you'll allow me to quote it, um, I would say that Ty West he ate and he left no crumbs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, there's also a part of me in my head going for, for some people out there, you know, uh, people who enjoy the smut, uh, that we didn't actually delve, that's one area we really yeah. didn't delve that much into, so I apologise for you if you've just listened to an hour and odd minutes and you were hoping to get some smutty goodness, you, you were expecting us to hear this in detail a, this talk about channel. the... Talk, talk in detail about all parts of the body and all, <laughs> all the sweaty frosting and the, you know proper close to the mic where you kind of dirty like, mm, yeah, you like a bit of
1: that don't you about ASMR.
0: <laughs> they're just like spitting on the mic <laughs> how, how how horny we are for these parts but yeah well, that, that was the part of the film that I just felt like yeah you get it it works well it's effective if you're going to watch it on date night you might get a bang out of it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it well. might pique the interest
1: Yeah. Well I guess that's where we will end it with the smut (laughs) smut. After all of the deep discussion the smut is what will stick in the brain Uh, That seems appropriate (laughs) But yeah as always if you've enjoyed the show please hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely review Uh, We will return next week um, and until then take care, see you later and bye bye